Welcome to the RegTech Showdown with Louise Triance. Today we are joined by Adam Chambers of AppliChat, who will be chatting to us about helping recruiters source, automatically pre-screen, and assign candidates from their Facebook and Instagram to their workflow. Well, hello and welcome to the Rec Tech Showdown. I'm your host, the host, uh, Louise Triance from UK Recruiter. Um, I'm going to introduce my guest in a moment, but if you're watching this live on Crowdcast, feel free to say hi in the sidebar. If you're watching live on Facebook or you're watching live on LinkedIn, we'll pick up the comments later and I'll make sure that my guest answers any questions he can in the blog post that I'll be doing after the show. So today the plan is that um, I get my guest to introduce himself and his business and then I've got some questions for him. If anybody's got any questions that they want me to ask, then again, like I say, pop them in the sidebar and we'll try to get to those. I do a summary blog post, so anything we miss, we'll pick up on that. Um, okay, so over to you, Adam. Would you like to introduce yourself and your company? Mm. Okay. Hello, everybody. Um, thanks for joining this. I really appreciate it. My name is Adam Chambers. I'm 22, and my company is called AppliChat. And at AppliChat, we help high volume but time per recruiters source automatically pre screen and then allocate candidates from Facebook and Instagram directly to their ATS. Okay, so the, before we get into the questions about all the different parts of the um, offering, I'm just going to put a link to the product in the sidebar. So that is aptly.chat. So if you just go on applychat.com. Oh, applychat.com. Yeah. There you go. I'll put that in the sidebar. Absolutely. There you go. Good, good, good. I'm trying to make, make up a completely different domain. Okay. So um, I want to get into um, some questions about the actual product. Mm -hmm. um, but, but first of all, I think it's really helpful for people to know this. Who is exactly your target client? Who should be watching this show? Who would be interested mm -hmm. in what you do? So we're targeting in-house recruiters and then agencies working on a retained model who are trying to do high volume. So a big part of our offering is pre-screening automatically using chatbots. So um, that's really where we can benefit people the most and that's where we find the best product market fit. So if you're an in-house recruiter, listen up. Thank you, Dokey. All right, cool. So um, before we get into how it actually works, you said at the start it's um, using Facebook, using Facebook ads. So mm -hmm. why, why, I mean, I guess, I think probably quite a few recruiters would ask, why should they be using Facebook ads at all? Yeah, okay. Um, it's a good question. And I would kind of come at it as a quantity standpoint. So. Okay. Almost 10 times more professionals go on Facebook and Instagram every day than all the job boards and LinkedIn combined. Okay. So if you've got a hard to fill role and the job boards aren't picking up the candidates, those candidates are on Facebook. It's just a matter of finding them. So you've got that ability to find more people due to the quantity of candidates on there. And mm -hmm. it can also be a bit cheaper as well if you get your advertising right because you're able to split test everything so you can split test the creative the image the audience and really weed that budget down until you've got the optimized cost per applicant okay so it's the audience are there 
and it can be cheaper. Um, so I guess they're, they're, they're two things. But you can't search Facebook. I mean, there used to be a tool which meant you could, but you can't search Facebook to find that candidate. You have to advertise to them, yeah? Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, there's some people who do, like, they call it sourcing on Facebook, yeah. where you put in, like, the URL. But, I mean, I've never seen, seen or met someone who's doing that successfully as a recruiter. Um, and I would like to meet them if they exist. But the best way is to advertise because that's where you can get the most attention without disrupting the candidate's sort of experience on social media. Okay. Um, okay. So um, just before we go on to that, and I want to talk about um, what on earth makes a good uh, job advert, um, John, John just asked, we, we started off by saying about high volume um, pre-screening. What, what's your definition of high volume? What sort of numbers are we talking about where this would operate, which, which would be most effective to operate? Okay, so when I say high volume, I mean the quantity of candidates is too much for the recruiters who are working on the job. So, for example, we're working with a company in the Philippines, and they've just got one recruiter, but mm -hmm. maybe 100 applicants per role. Okay. So it doesn't have to be like thousands of applicants to the company. It's more relative to the company's recruitment team's size and what they can handle. Okay, yeah. So if you, basically, if you're getting too high a volume, this is where it could be useful. And, and too high a volume for one business could be, you know, they've got they've got 10 roles on and 70 applications to each of those is too much to handle, isn't it, for one person? Um, yeah, so it, it's kind of like adding another version of yourself to the team for a yeah. recruiter. So mm -hmm. it's kind of relative to how many's in the team and how many are applying. Okay. Cool. So one of the things which slightly concerns me is that you, you say this is Facebook ads. Now, I'm not going to diss recruiters, but we know that recruiters sometimes struggle in writing decent adverts. That's one of the challenges. Mm -hmm. You're using a job board um, and maybe you've got a job description and maybe it's quite tempting just to put those 14 points off the job description into that advert. But yeah. on Facebook, that, surely that doesn't work at all. How And, and Facebook advertising to me seems actually quite um, scary. We're not, we're not ad agencies. So, so do mm. you not get it wrong when they have to come to Facebook advertising? Yeah, it is really hard to get it wrong because there's several factors. So there's the ad itself and then there's the audience and then there's the budget optimization. Okay. But to keep it simple, um, a good job ad on Facebook is a good ad on Facebook right. because all the ads compete against each other in an auction. So okay. if you're trying to advertise to truck drivers in Stoke, QuickFit's trying to sell them a tire, McDonald's are trying to sell them chicken nuggets, your ad has to stand out in that auction and get the engagement which um, is required. So that's yeah. why it's really important to focus the image and the copy on the actual reader rather than just saying we're hiring because okay. you're going to get more people clicking on it and it's going to be elevated in the auction. Okay. So is it is it text and image? Is it video and text? What is it? So I, I always advise text and image okay. because it's easier for recruiters to put out if they're a bit time strapped. Mm -hmm. So we always go for a square image because it takes up the biggest amount of screen. And essentially, your image just needs to get someone to stop scrolling because people scroll about 70 feet a day on average. Um, so all that image needs to do is be like, stop, just stop them, just be like, stop, okay? <laughs> and then once they've stopped, what are they going to do? They're going to read the ad. 
Yeah. So from the copy, you just want them to click on the ad. So you just need to get a bit of interest so you can capture their information and then maybe call them. So really from the advertising point of view, you're not trying to get them to apply. You're still at a very early stage of consideration about what you're offering. So that's how it kind of differs from what you might see on Indeed where people are trying to sell the role like very quickly because people are looking for a job on Indeed. All right, so we want them to click on the advert. In a minute, I'm going to come come back to you and ask you what happens when they do. But uh, what you're saying is that that um, you're helping them create this advert, aren't you? They're not that you're not saying to them, create some adverts. We'll shove them up for you. You're helping them to create those adverts. Is that right? Yeah. So my service is like a done for you service where we set up the adverts and then connect them to your application form or our chatbot. And that's really the offer, and it's like you don't have to worry about all that, as you said, the complicated, scary stuff. We take that on. But I also kind of like advising people to, for free, to try and improve their own deal if they're if they don't have the budget to, like, pay an agency to do it, like mine. Okay, so um, and we'll talk about budgets again in a minute. So, so, but what makes you the expert? How how can you have this expertise? How can you? Be certain that you're getting the results for these recruiters versus what they do on their own. Yeah. Um, so for me, I think, well, with my agency would be the experts because we're managing several different ad accounts at the same time, okay. each with thousands of pounds of budget. So whereas an individual will just be advertising for their company with their budget, Yeah. with our multiple budgets and multiple roles, we get insights into the more general reasons why people are clicking on ads and those metrics. And we're able to use that insight to feed back into our clients' accounts. Um, So it's really the budgets we handle and the amount of ads which we are managing, which enable us to make better decisions than if you're just doing a smaller amount. Yeah, okay. And and, and the other thing is when you deal with a recruiter, they're not just, I I think, they're not just buying a one-off, are they? this This is for recruitment businesses who have probably quite a lot of different roles. Maybe they're not all very similar. Maybe they have different needs. So what they're getting from you is a kind of like overall package, which allows them to put all of those jobs onto Facebook. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, We would go for the ones which are currently a bit more tricky to fill. On the other end of things are getting way too many applicants from job boards like Indeed or on LinkedIn. Okay, so this could sit alongside traditional job board advertising. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I would never recommend just putting everything on Facebook because uh, it's a very like fluid platform that the rules change every day. So, yeah, it's about if you're not hitting the KPIs, which you want, or yeah. you're wasting a lot of time, then it's, it's, a, it's a way to take your business to the next level. Yeah, okay. That's brilliant. Okay, so it's another string to your bow in terms of where you're going to where you're going to promote these jobs, and I guess that you have the expertise of knowing which ones are most likely to get the better results on Facebook, and maybe some of them you might just say, well, no, stick with Indeed. That that you know that would be fine. I, mean, I guess I guess that that's kind of what they're paying for, isn't it? It's that consultancy from you. Yeah, um, and like every consultancy starts with looking at what what type of roles they hire for, and. Yeah actually deciding if it's going to be right for them. Because in the past, we've done it with, uh, for example, rec to rec And it was pretty difficult to target the audience. Uh, so that's why every time 
we go into like a new relationship, we look like, is this actually feasible? And we yeah. create like a report based on the, the targeting options on Facebook. I mean, I do get a sense this is much more consultative. They're not, they're not buying an advert from you. They're buying a relationship and, and, and your knowledge um, and that sort of consultative piece, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And okay. um, so it's like, a, it's like a monthly relationship okay. where we like make reports and that you know how it's going, what needs to be changed. Um, kind of trying to grow with your, um, with your recruitment effort. So I like collaboration. I really like working alongside people. So it's yeah. not just like a one and done service. No, no. Okay. I certainly get a sense of that. So I was going to ask you about how the adverts are different. So adverts on Indeed are going to be very, very different, aren't they, from something you put on Facebook. Um, and then hmm. I was going to ask you about Instagram, but Instagram are part of Facebook now. So how does that work? I mean, can recruiters advertise on Instagram as well? Yeah, so there's Facebook Ads Manager where yeah. you can create ads which go on Instagram, Facebook, or uh, like banner ads on websites. So if you make an ad and you say, I just want it to go on Instagram, you can put that on Instagram and advertise through Instagram stories or through the newsfeed. And then whenever they click on it, they go to the same place. So it all comes back into one. And you can also get them to click on the WhatsApp as well. Okay. All right, cool. Okay, great. So what that made me think of, though, is I speak to recruiters who, who say to me, well, Instagram isn't for my business. I don't understand why a recruiter would use that. And I also speak to some recruiters who aren't on uh, Facebook individually. So as an individual <clears throat> consultant in a recruitment agency with a truck driver job to fill, what about if they're not on Facebook or don't want to use mm -hmm. Instagram for work? What, what, what happens then? I mean, can it still work? Yeah, so if you if you don't use it personally, all you need is a Facebook account to advertise. So okay. if you want to advertise on Instagram, you just need a Facebook account from which you create the ad, okay. which is um, represented under your page. So you basically just create an ad for your page and then choose which website you want it to go on. Okay. Um, so I think from the it's not right for me standpoint, for Instagram, all you really need is the image and the copy. Yeah. And then the audience. So whenever someone clicks on it, they go on to your job form or whatever you set up for every other job. Okay. So you don't have to cultivate relationships on Facebook. It's not it's not about that. It's not about the engagement you have as an individual on Facebook. You're totally using their ad capabilities. Yeah, I mean I've seen ads on pages that maybe have like five hundred likes. Mm -hmm. But the ad has like thousands of people engaging with it because it's a good offer. So yeah. whenever people see the ad, they judge it on its own merits rather than if the person who made it has Facebook or if the page is a big page. Okay, cool. And that's a really significant thing because that's one of the problems with LinkedIn is if you're going to promote yourself on LinkedIn, your business on LinkedIn, you have to have relationships and you have to have engagement to be high profile. You obviously don't need that with Facebook. But it has raised another question for me, which is about targeting. So if you're yeah. not using Facebook for ads, if I'm not using Facebook for ads, and I've got a truck driver in Hull, mm. I, I wouldn't have any idea how to target that person. How do we get that information? Um, so you can target by a lot of different categories, um, one of which is like interests, mm -hmm. so what pages people like. So. I don't know if there's truck drive related pages, but it would be, the, I, I always look at 
what are the interests of the people? So for example, we did English teachers. Mm -hmm. So we looked at interest in teaching English, obviously teaching English as a foreign language mm -hmm. and people who actually worked as school assistants. Mm -hmm. So that's the type of situation where it's easy to target people if their job title even comes up on Facebook. Okay. Um, so, I mean, for employment, the most relevant ones would be interest and then there's a category called work. So you can target by industry and even some companies. So as I said earlier, we, we like to look at it alongside whoever wants to advertise and assess if it's going to be right for them. You are, you are much more like a uh, media buying ad agency than a, I know the tech's really, really significant, but you are much more like an ad agency media buyer than, than a, a tech product. They're buying that relationship. They're buying that knowledge, aren't they? When they work with you. That's, that's yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, we do like work with some other partners where we just supply them a chatbot. Yes. But everyone that we work with, like ourselves, we say, here's the ads and this chapel will be really useful and we'd like to employ it if you want to deploy it as well. Yeah. Okay. So let me come on to the next question, which is about the career journey. So you yeah. said there's an advert, the objective is they click on it. So what happens when they click on the ad? Okay. So with our ads, whenever someone clicks on it, they stay in Facebook and go on to Facebook Messenger. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is if everybody watching, if you go on Facebook and see a job ad, click on it and see what it takes you to. <laughs> it's usually a landed page on a career site, which isn't optimized for mobile. Yeah, totally. And because like 90% of people who click on job ads don't apply, that's a big drop off and mm -hmm. a poor candidate experience. Yeah. So the reason we do it on Messenger is to make it much easier for the candidate to actually find out about the role and apply while still in that sort of social media mindset of like exchanging information yeah. and chatting to their friends. Okay. And like historically, people just put to the career site because that's in the recruiter's workflow. So if they apply for that, they'll go into the ATS. Mm -hmm. But we've found a way to integrate Messenger with the ATS. So now it's actually possible to have that like enjoyable chat experience for the candidate and have your workflow maintained and easy to manage. So that works for both parties. So the, the hiring organization or the recruiter can still track where the candidate came from and still get them into their process. So as the candidate, you go into uh, Facebook Messenger and then mm -hmm. is it where you can ask the chatbot questions or because you mentioned pre-screening earlier. I'm guessing that's where yeah. the screening bit comes in. Yeah, so we try to keep them really simple, like without AI, excuse me, speech, like uh, NLP language processing. Okay. What I want to do is get that person pre-screened and then apply to the job. Mm -hmm. So we would usually send them the job description and then we would educate them about the role whilst pre-screening them. So for example, it would be, um, this is the office where we work and put in like a Google Maps link. Mm -hmm. um, it's a great location because da 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 da. Can you join us here during these hours? So if someone clicks yes, they can go on to the next step. Okay. So rather than saying just, can you work in Belfast nine to five, okay. we're actually teaching them about the role and then subtly pre-screening them yeah. so they can kind of, they don't feel so formal because everyone I speak to says finding a job so scary. Yeah. And it's about reducing that stress for the candidate. 
And I guess they feel like they've they've made a choice, don't they? No, I don't want to work on that industrial estate. So I've deselected myself rather than as being told, well, you can't apply because you can't get to the, to the office. It probably does make the candidate feel more in control mm -hmm. uh, and that probably gives them a better experience, I'm guessing. Yeah, um, that and also the thing I really dislike about recruitment is um, the way people apply to maybe 20 or 30 roles to try and get a few interviews because they know that the feedback from recruiter is going to be rare and they're going to get few results. Yeah. So so kind of part of my mission is to stop people applying for roles they're not going to be suitable for and to stop them wasting time. Yeah. So, I mean, if I want a job, I'm going to have to apply to like 20. Yeah. That's the mindset of a lot yeah. of my friends in these kind of bulk recruitment roles. Yeah. Um, I would like to sort of change that mindset where people who use Apply Chat to apply are going to actually have a higher success rate yeah. because if they get through, then they know they're actually of interest to the recruiter. Yeah, and I think that that's a kind of can candidate ambassador um, role you're taking on as well. Oh, as I well. like that word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I might uh, I might but, change my LinkedIn to say <laughs> Steve Nogano might be quite cross because he's a candidate ambassador too. Um, but yeah, it, it, it is. It's important, isn't it, that the technology supports the job seeker into making the right decisions as well as, I mean, honestly, what hiring manager is not going to love the fact that the candidate isn't applying for 40 other jobs as well as theirs? and that they are pre-screened. Um, mm -hmm. I've got a question in the sidebar that um, I'm going to um, see whether you want to answer in a minute, which I'll pop up onto the um, screen about programmatic. So I'll just pop that in there now, and then we can make a choice as to okay. now afterwards. Um, but the other question, is, the follow-on question I had um, was actually about maybe an example of some results you're finding from, from using this process. I don't know whether you, maybe you could give us an example of a client you're working with and what sort of success they're getting from mm -hmm. it. Okay, yeah. So uh, one client are a Chinese company who are recruiting online English teachers. Okay. So that they were quite tricky rules to fill because they have about 10 competitors who are advertising to the same people. And we just did the process, which I mentioned earlier. We created the eye-catching ads and then linked them to the chatbot. Uh, we were able to reduce their cost by 50% purely because about, I think it was seven, yeah, seven of their team were shuffled about due to the chatbot automating a lot of the processes of pre-screening right. they were doing. So that reduced cost there because mm -hmm. rather than firing them, they were just in other revenue generating roles. Good. And also the ad cost came in cheaper than Indeed because we created um, ads which got a lot of like engagement and were fun. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it was 50% reduced cost, uh, seven people removed, and we increased interview attendance by, mm -hmm. I think it was 150% because we were able to send like messenger reminders. So, yes. yeah. uh, we kept like every day we checked in and just like said, are you still good? Here's a bit of training just to keep it front of mind. So people yeah. don't forget yeah. and move on with their lives. Yeah. I think that ghosting is, um, we talk about it more and more in recruitment, that, that it's a real issue. And I think that that's one of the real advantages of automation is in an absolutely ideal world, you'd be getting in touch with that candidate every other day. Um, to have mm. your admin person make that call is very time consuming. And actually, 
probably feels quite creepy if every two days Bob phones you up and says, he's still coming, he's still coming. But using automation to share information that's actually valuable to the job seeker. And I guess occasionally mm-hmm. you'll get someone who pulls out, but it's for the right reasons. Um, yeah. That's not wasting anybody's time. But that 50% reduced cost, how significant is that? Yeah, it's, I'm, I think a lot of it came from that interview um, anti-ghosting thing yeah. where it's because they're in China as well, they had to send emails and yeah. the average email open rate is about, I don't know, 10 to 20%, but our messages were open about 80 to 85% mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah. So, I mean, just from that, it's eight times. Okay, okay, cool. Right. So the next question I have for you is um around what happens if a candidate applies for a job and isn't right for that job so for for example one of those teachers roles so it's a recruitment agency dealing with these teachers roles say they apply for that job it's not right for them um, and then they've got another teaching job in another school i'm assuming that there's a way of picking up that engagement and running with it is that right And, and then taking them forward to another role if they're not suitable yeah, right now. Yeah, the first one, yeah. Can you, can you re-engage that, that individual? Yeah, so um, the chapel would just tag them as not suitable now. And then whenever you come back to the next round, um, <clears throat> you would send them a, a message mm-hmm. and just be like, we've got another role open, which you might be suitable for. So that could be through Facebook or through text as well. Um, so, yeah, because a lot of companies just waste people whenever they're not suitable. Yeah, there's a lot of money in your ATS, isn't there? And um, if you can re-engage somebody who's already applied and already been been screened to a certain extent, I guess, that's what we're saying. They've already had some pre-screening in place. So, okay, cool. Um, One of the questions in the sidebar was from Joe, uh, from John, sorry, John. um, In your research, have you found a particular industry sector or level that's best for the platform? I mean, we've mentioned teachers, we've mentioned truck drivers. Mm -hmm. Is there certain areas where recruiters are getting really excited about? Yeah, so it's it's not really what I would call like high level executive roles. It's stuff okay. where people are more likely to tell Facebook that they have that job. So one instance would be nurses is doing quite well in like the industry because a lot of people are proud to say they're a nurse or even a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it would be that sort of rules which have a lot of people doing them pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also in terms of like opportunities. If it's a interesting relocation opportunity or a work from home opportunity, okay, they often do much better because they're more likely to catch people's attention. But, but they're the ones you need to get the pre-screening right on because they're the ones which could get a lot of applications from people who maybe aren't going to be right for the role. I guess. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, okay, and then the other question was um, around the programmatic market. Is that a question you want to answer now? I mean, do you have an opinion on the programmatic market or do you want to cover that separately in the blog post? Uh, yeah, I'll do that in the blog post. I just need to like yeah. <laughs> think a bit more about that. I, I mean, in terms of Facebook, it's like, oh, as I'm aware of programmatic, um, there's not so many, uh, what do you call it, split testing options. No. So, with Facebook, you're the best working within the actual ads manager if you want to get the best results. But I'll, I'll go into more about in the blog yeah. post. Yeah, I struggle to even read it, never mind answer it. So I will <laughs> definitely cover that one later. But thank you for asking that question. Um, yeah, thanks. So um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was um, 
I guess that there are other, uh, you know, this is this is an opportunity to advertise on Facebook. You're kind of like an ad agency. You have a chat bot, but what actually makes what you are doing unique? I mean, do you have an mm -hmm. that? Yeah, so the unique part of it comes from our offering is to connect people's news feed with recruiters ATS. Right. So there's a lot of ad agencies out there for Facebook and there's several companies offering chatbots for your website or Facebook Messenger. By combining the ads offering, so mm -hmm. the, the sourcing side of it, with the chatbot, the pre-screening, and your ATS, it's more of a full service thing, rather than just saying, here's a chatbot, now send people to it. Because oftentimes, uh, in-house people make the ads, and then the ads are rubbish. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The ads are rubbish, and then they say the candidates aren't good enough, and then the chatbot provider says, oh, well, the candidates aren't good enough. And it's like, it's a bit of an argument. So we say, we'll offer all the service um, to help you source on pre-screen and assign them. Okay, cool. I've just um, seen something interesting in your blog earlier as well, which made me think of another added value, which is that you were talking about how to use things like Facebook to see what your competitors are doing. So to see... Um, I guess how successful their advertising is or to get some ideas from what they're doing or potentially as a recruiter to see, um, you know, what are the people in your market who they're hiring for. So I think there's obviously other things. Um, I'm going to put a link to your blog in the sidebar in a minute. There's other ways you've thought about this, which could help benefit that relationship you have with the recruiter, um, which maybe they wouldn't initially think of themselves. Yeah, um, that's a good that's a good idea if anyone wants to do that because yeah. <laughs> a lot of them were so bad uh, but but basically like a part of my marketing is because i know only maybe five to ten percent of recruiters are actually going to have the budget and be in the companies which would want to take on the service yeah so i want to give the rest of them that value and yeah. um kind of improve the quality of job ads on facebook because it's the lowest performing ad category so yeah. it's like it gets the least clicks out of all the ads yeah and you're saying it doesn't need to be no not necessarily it just needs to be kind of rethought on more like traditional ads yeah um, and i saw that you've got a great um post in your blog as well of some examples of um high performing job adverts so i'll, I'll link to that too so talking of pricing how does your pricing model work i don't need you to give me the actual figures but how does it actually work Okay, so it's split into two. So there's like a retainer fee per month, which includes your ad spend. Mm -hmm. And then there's a point value per action taken. So okay. for example, it could be uh, in the past we've done, I think it was 10 pound per interview booked for one client. Mm -hmm. That could be a lesser amount per applicant or mm -hmm. a higher amount per hire. Mm -hmm. It all depends on who we're working with and what their sort of budget and current strategy is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's like a retainer and then a per success yeah. combination. So it's a bit like when you use Google AdSense, you, it's, it's not a set fee. It's not like when, like, I mean, this would be before your time, but when I was in recruitment, um, you'd advertise in the Sunday Times. The front page of the Sunday Times cost 12 grand for a quarter page. No, actually, probably an eighth. That's just how much it was. You paid that and you got that. This is more complex. Mm. 
paying dependent on other factors which are outside your control, but they are paying you a fixed fee and then you help them make a decision on how to spend on top of that. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, I mean, we would start the package at a thousand a month just to give okay. people an idea, like compared to the Sunday Times. Yes, this is a bargain compared to the Sunday Times. <laughs> and then um, uh, plus whatever the action is. Okay. And um, such high figures of people are on Facebook that it's absolutely worth investigating. Um, now, um, I haven't commented on this before, but you're based in Mexico. You're not wearing a sombrero, so I forgot to comment on it. Um, <laughs> that it's invisible. Perhaps I shouldn't have made that. Might Do be I actually. have something? Do you have? Um, <laughs> I actually don't have anything Mexican here. I have like oh, my for friends, goodness sake. <laughs> yeah. um, but there you, are... is, you can see a Mexican. Here's a Mexican. Hey. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I didn't doubt that you were based in Mexico. Um, but you, your, your work with clients globally. So your work with clients um, or anywhere in the world, anyone who's in recruitment can utilize face. Well, any within reason, anyone can utilize Facebook advertising as a recruiter, regardless of where they're based, can't they? Yeah. So um, we do a lot of work in the Philippines. And I see Adam's question. Uh, like, yes. So it depends like where, um, if the, depending on the region, what sort of service they need. So when I go to the Philippines, I'm talking a lot about chatbots. Um, but we're also very interested in the UK market and we know that ads offerings are going to be um, more important to them. Yes. So, yeah, that's kind of how it works. Yeah, okay. So as a business, um, you could operate with anybody globally. Um, and I know that, that you are so hands-on with the businesses you're working with now. I think that they are getting a very... Uh, very personal uh, relationship with you in terms of the amount of information you're sharing and the consultative approach. Um, and I do know that's really key to you going forward is to try to maintain that. Um, so yeah. yeah, well, I think because it's like, how, how long is it? Uh, seven, eight months. I'm doing loads of work with them at the start because I want to make it excellent with the first 10 or so clients. Yeah. Uh, the challenge for me is scale on that whenever I outsource it to people and training, I mean, I don't have experience managing people, so training the people how to replicate what I'm doing. No. Uh, so that's kind of my challenge. Uh, it is. But anyone anyone starting a relationship with you now totally benefits from that really hands-on approach that you have um, and the, the level of uh, service that you want to give to people. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then they do, don't they? So, um my final question to you is what about people who want to know more i mean do you do a demo do you help them set up a trial what what's the next step yeah. forward um so we do like a two-step sales process okay. where you book a first call and we talk about your needs and your problems mm -hmm. and we go away and look at the audiences and see if targeting on facebook is possible for you if it is, we'll go and do a second call and do a demo where we show you what sort of ads we'd set up and what sort of chatbot we would install. And then if you like that, you can choose to buy. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to have that demo call with someone who's not suitable. So that's why we have the first one in there to, to save people time because that's what it's all about. Yeah, to see to see whether that relationship is going to work and whether you are able to service what they, they need. Um Okay, that's great. Now, people need to get in touch with you. I'm going to share your LinkedIn profile as well in case if you want to get hold of you. Um, and yeah, yeah. 
that shared a link to your what's the best way for people to get hold of you is it linkedin is it email is it what's tell me how best so yeah just absolutely just send me a linkedin message um oh, send me a linkedin message send me an audio send me a video uh, <laughs> i'd like to get to know you and i see lee's question that was a does uh uh no i don't sell anything to other advertisers Oh, yeah, sorry. So, so Lee's question in the sidebar, sorry, was um, if a recruiter is using AppliChat, um, and I'm guessing you're getting information on job seekers, Lee's asking mm -hmm. whether that information is resold on to somebody else. Um, and the answer is? Uh, no. No, I, Yeah, so I'm, I've been exposed to that sort of like skullduggery in the recruitment world. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it kind of turns me off, so. Yeah. Really That's good, like one of my principles, yeah. not the, uh, <laughs> I'm a candidate ambassador. Yes, absolutely. Actually, that's a really good point is that yeah. that would be the most detrimental thing to anybody's business. So, Okay. Well, I personally really like the product. I think that um, anybody in the recruitment space who's maybe worrying how they can um, manage the influx of job seekers, maybe they're not getting enough. Maybe they're worried job boards aren't doing everything they should for them. Maybe they're seeing their competitors starting to use Facebook and they're wondering why they're not. It sounds like there's quite a few different reasons why people would get in touch with you. Yeah. Uh, and if you just want to talk to someone, get in touch with me as well. I'd love to speak to you. All right. Um, anyone involved in recruitment, just send me a message and we'll see if I can help you or uh, you can help me. All right, great. Okay, thank you so much, Adam. So like I say, I'm going to be doing a blog post of this um, on my own site. Um, I'll be following up the comments on Facebook and LinkedIn um, and connecting anybody with Adam who needs to be connected. Although, let's be honest, we can all find someone on LinkedIn ourselves. Um, so you'll get in touch with Adam directly. Um, I'm back next week with a completely different show with a completely different topic. Um, so join us here or Facebook or LinkedIn or anywhere that you get your live chat shows. So thank you ever so much, Adam, and I will speak with you. Yeah, thank Thanks you, Louise. Tune yeah. in next week. Thank you, bye-bye. Bye. If you would like to hear more from UK Recruiter and Recruiter Zone, go to the blog section on our website, ukrecruiter.co.uk.